clear out the side. Let's see if a double team comes. They go one on one. Randall launching as the late rapper Pop Smoke from New York would say, Welcome to the party. Hold on to your butts. What up, what up? Hello, Happy New Year, everybody. This is Gary at Hoops and Cards. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our podcast designed to help you as investors, collectors, NBA basketball fans, like whatever you are, I am so glad to be with you. In fact, today is uh, not only uh, as a fan, I'm glad to see Tyrese Maxey returning from injury, but uh, showing off one of my Christmas gifts. My son got me this amazing Tyrese Maxey jersey. Philadelphia 76ers City Edition, baby. So I'm lo- I'm loving it. It is great to be back with you after uh, a, a crazy week for us and for a lot of people around the globe, traveling, uh, celebrating Christmas, all sorts of other things, end of year stuff. Maybe you're gearing up for today's college football, uh, American football. Yeah, yeah. I, I love seeing Argentina win the World Cup. By the way, so I'm I'm into global football too. But uh, American, like college football today, Ohio State against Georgia, Michigan, TCU, that's going to be just craziness. So I'm great, just excited to to get with you guys today for what what looks to be an end of the year episode. Obviously, it's the last day of the year, but like to review 22, to think through the basketball card market, the sports card market. And some of you men and women, ladies and gentlemen, you are into NBA, you're following the game. You're enjoying seeing nights where I can't believe Luca got 60. I can't believe what Gary Trent did last night. I can't believe the Joker is back at the top of the MVP list. Like there's a lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of young players to watch. A lot of uh, excitement in the NBA. And one of the things I want to help us process, in fact, Guys, I get on here. Some of you have been listening to our podcast for a year and a half, maybe more. And uh, I'm I'm one of you. Like I'm not one of these million dollar investors, mega, you know, business platform mogul content creators. Uh, we're just a podcast from Akron. We just started this thing, you know, for a while. I was just using my iPhone and the Anchor app. Shout out to Anchor. Thank you for the ease of that platform and that it's free. But like I, we just we're just regular. This is a, this is just for people on a maybe a limited budget. Maybe you're just starting out. Some of you are uh, coming back to the hobby to sports cards after years, maybe decades of not you know paying much attention to basketball cards, baseball cards, whatever. And here you are back, and it's like a brand new world. It already has been a brand new world, like. Obviously, the the internet, all the new cards that released. Guys, now there are 40 or 50 different brands of basketball cards every year. And COVID set us back, even though it, it gave the, the sports card market a boom. Like, it, it gave the sports card market a boom that, unfortunately, we're recovering from. And uh, 2022, we saw the market, the prices and values of cards continue to decline. And we probably felt that more so in basketball because the season, the season fades away. Basketball fades out of 
just the general sports collector and investor, their consciousness from like July till it's, it's still not front page news. It's still not a big deal to a lot of people. But I, I guess I assume a few things about you as you listen. I assume that you are a basketball fan, that you enjoy following the NBA, watching the NBA. You've got favorite players. Friends, that's what's got me back into it, man. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the last 15 years, especially the last, oh boy, eight years, have been so fun for me and my family to watch. We live in Northeast Ohio. So shout out to our listeners in Hong Kong, Germany, uh, the Philippines, and of course, Australia mates. Shout out to all of you all around the world. We're, we just happen to be close to Cleveland. We are close to C-Town. And uh, that's the letter C-Town. It's actually on a lake too, but we don't call it the C. Anyhow, uh, I digress. I am a fan of basketball first and foremost, and that's going to be very important for how, how I talk about 2020, this past year with you guys, because as a fan of the game, I have absolutely loved being a part of basketball cards, collecting, investing, keeping track of all of that, uh, storing, displaying, and enjoying my cards, seeking out and, and waiting for cards to fall into my price range. And I've got some amazing deals as a lot of you have. I mean, that's, that's the best part of this, celebrating the dubs, celebrating the wins that we get. So one of my highlights of the week, as I told family, like I was trying to explain to them what the heck this is, um, because I, you know, they're like, wait, you do a podcast with sports car? Well, like what, what? And so I have to, I almost have to show them the behind the card movie right there on the spot. I got to explain like the growth in this hobby and it's attention on not just investing, but social media, all the new companies that have moved into this, all the platforms. Uh, sites like basketballforever.com, shout out to you guys. And it's a thrill to partner with you and uh, be a part of that network. But the, just the, the global game, the, the appeal of basketball has never been greater. And there are just so many stars. I think that's the great part about this sport and about basketball cards, whether you collect autographs, rookies, jerseys, you know, Tyrese, glad you're back, bro. Uh, I can't, I don't know him yet. <laughs> that is that, that's on my, that's my grail to interview Tyrese Maxey on the Hoops and Cards podcast. So can you guys, can you guys hook that up for me over there in Philly? Hook that up. But, uh, but first and foremost, we're fans. And if, if you are looking to basically as a fan, connect more with your teams, uh, celebrate and collect big moments. Uh, maybe you like to have a piece of what feels like their career when you have a Jersey patch card or you've got an autograph card a limited edition card i absolutely love that part of the hobby so yeah i mean with christmas here i i uh even put on my christmas list darius garland national treasures card boom I, I had several cards that i just i just wanted to have and and some that i sent away to get graded because i thought you know what um whether this gets a psa 8 6 10 i don't care i just would like that card to be preserved for a while I mean, long-term and, and to enjoy that card in great condition. So yeah, I, I, I think it's important to start there. Like a lot of you, I enjoy and follow the NBA. I have the league pass. I enjoy going to games. I have favorite players. I've got teams that I don't like and players that annoy me. And that's just part of being a human being. The wonderful thing about this hobby is the chance to connect with fans all over the world, the chance to collect 
uh, a variety of things that are new. It was it used to be just new every year. Now it's like new every day with Panini Instant and the Tops Now. And there, there's there's a lot of ways to collect and uh, to collect players that you like, that you enjoy. And I want to I want to start there because uh, that is that's a lane that you can run in whether you make money or not. And at the same time, there are enough good players, like long-term, multiple-time all-stars, Hall of Fame legends that will be remembered for a long time that are worth collecting. And their values, you know, maybe they're lower now than they have been for the last uh, 18 to 24 months. But if you check the stock market or the global economy, like almost everything is down. Almost every asset class for investing is down. And uh, it's been a reminder to me too, as I've listened to other podcasts, thank you, Slab Stocks. Thank you, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Thank you for, for the reminders these last few episodes you guys have done about, hey, this is about collecting the hobby, the game. And maybe there are people that if you got into this just to make money, if that's the only reason you're here, then I, I, I feel your pain right now. I feel your frustration. You know, there's there's been platforms built on that reality, on that opportunity. Sports Card Investor, Card Ladder Pro, and they're excellent. They help us move forward in the hobby and know what our cards are worth. Love, love, love it. At the same time, if you got into this just as an investor, but I could say if you got into anything in the last two years just as an investor, right? Like, like it's probably been frustrating. It's been a rough go. I've got cards in that box sitting over there on my shelf, like right there, I'm pointing at it. If you're watching the YouTube channel, like subscribe, it's over there. Just trust me, just believe that it's there. I've got like eh, 200 graded cards and I'm like half of those are maybe less in value. Maybe more than half of them have lost value in the last six months. And again, a lot of that's the economy, but some of that is friends, it is not basketball season in the eyes and the minds of most people doing sports cards because a lot of people they don't run in the the lane the specific basketball only that's why I started this podcast guys I would listen to three or four other podcasts on a regular basis as I was trying to educate myself Brad Jeffries Josh Smith I was trying to get back into the hobby and learn what I didn't know yet still do that by the way it's good to be a continuous learner right always always learning um, but I didn't hear people talking enough about basketball cards. I didn't hear people talking about cards that were less than $500 each. Not a lot of podcasts where they would talk about maybe after the fact, like, Hey, Jaron Jackson's cards went down 48% over the last 30 days. Like that didn't help me. I, I, I didn't need to hear people talk about formula one, NFTs, baseball cards. I I was, I'm a basketball fan, like without apology. Most of you guys have found our podcast by searching on Apple podcasts or Google, by the way, we've just been added to Amazon and audible.com. You can find our podcast nearly anywhere. If you search basketball cards, that's, we're still the number one that you, that you find on that. And there are very few podcasts that do it regularly and have been doing it for more than a year. So, so all that to say. I assume, I hope, I encourage you to just enjoy the game. And as we talk about the, the end of the season stuff, in fact, uh, sorry, end of the year. <laughs> it's not the end of the season yet, Gare. Come on, come on. These teams haven't completely tanked yet. 
San Antonio, Detroit. What are y'all doing? I have my revised December as of December 31st, my revised MVP ladder, my revised card rankings. I mean, this is worth this is worth a price that you paid to get this free podcast. This is good stuff. And I went through and a lot has changed since I made the last version of this. In fact, um, you know, Cade Cunningham going down for the year, LaMelo Ball returning with a vengeance. Damian Lillard looking fantastic. Let me just go through if the season ended today, here would be my all-stars based on how they're playing. Now we, we're going to navigate, does this affect the card markets or whether I'd invest in a buy their cards? <clears throat> Sometimes no. But I'm just going to say the East starters. Here's what it looks like to me. The East starting five would be, I don't even know if this plays out well with guards and forwards, like front court, back court. If you go on the NBA.com and vote, like they have, they have guys broken down in position. But the starters to me look like Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant. There, I said it. Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, and Joel Embiid. Uh, those, those by popular demand and by performance, all those guys are dominating right now. And so Tatum, Giannis, KD, Donovan Mitchell, Joel Embiid. No surprise there. The rest of my all-star roster looks like this. Julius Randle, he's on fire. Tyrese Halliburton, Kyrie Irving, there. It's hard, it's hard to keep him off the list when he's averaging like 28 a game and the Brooklyn Nets are, you know, they've won 10 in a row. They're, they're on fire. I, I get it. Kyrie, Kyrie is showing us that he can he can stay in the game and make that team better. So Kyrie Irving, you're on my all-star team. Pascal Siakam, duh, that's a no-brainer. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, even though the Hawks are struggling, it's hard to argue with 30 points and 10 assists a game. Uh, Jalen Brown, and yes, Darius Garland. It was um, a close call for me, as a, even as a Cavs Garland fan, to put Garland in over Drew Holiday, but I did it. Uh, it was hard to put him in over Paolo Banchero, but Paolo, uh, his numbers have been down and Orlando's bad. So I, I can't do that. The alternates would be uh, actually James Harden could play himself back into this conversation as he's been great lately. Bradley Beal, uh, LaMelo Ball back healthy, doing a lot of things. But I, I figured that some of these teams with, uh, uh, you know, near the top of the standings, like, did I say Jalen Brown? He's totally in Jalen Brown, the Boston Celtics. Uh, several of these teams like Brooklyn, they deserve to have more than one all-star. Uh, it, it wasn't just Kevin Durant that made Brooklyn great now. I mean, they were average when they had just KD and Ben Simmons was doing who knows what. But Kyrie comes back and starts playing fantastic basketball. They've turned that team around. We'll see how long it lasts. You know, I'm skeptical. So my Western Conference all-stars, this was a bit harder. And I want to thank CJ McCollum from Canton, like 10 minutes from here. CJ, Federal League, like, dude, right down the street. Bro, you should come on my podcast too. Uh, maybe you collect cards. I just, I actually just sold the CJ McCollum rookie on, on eBay yesterday and uh, almost like took it off eBay after he had 41 points last night. But my Western Conference All-Stars are Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Ja Morant, and Nikola Jokic. Those are my starters. It was not easy to keep Zion off the list of the, off the starting five, and he might crack that starting five. But the starters, Luka, LeBron, SGA, Morant, and Jokic. Jokic. I, I can't, you can't beat that. But the backups or the alternates, Zion, Steph Curry, Laurie Markinen, De'Aaron Fox, Anthony Edwards is on a tear. He is, he's on a tear. 
and they need him to be over in Minnesota without Carl Anthony Towns and without, um, what is his cheese? Oh, the French dude, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, boy, Naz Reed's looking better. So uh, Anthony Edwards, Damian Lillard, he's missed a few games here and there, but his numbers and his impact on that team is, is undeniable. Paul George, um, at times he's, he's like the, just the quiet assassin. He's the quiet MVP candidate every year, it, it seems like, and he's playing great ball. Devin Booker. And then I, I, had, I think Anthony Davis would qualify if he was healthy. He was having a great season. So the alternates, CJ McCollum, Desmond Bain, as he plays himself back into shape, was having an all-star season. DeMontis Sabonis, you got you to look at the big man with six assists and 11 boards a game. And uh, Jaron Jackson with three blocks a game. And for Simons, uh, I got to find a way to mention his name on every episode. People, you know that. So let me go to my uh, MVP race and then we'll take a quick break. The MVP race, this was, this has really changed over the last month. This is where I got to take the glasses off and say, man, a lot can happen in a month. And, you know, if you think about buying cards that are going to have the potential to not only retain their value, but be in high demand going forward. I didn't say the price is going up. I just said high demand by basketball card investors and collectors. That's, that's where I would say, listen to these names in the MVP race. Some of them, you're going to hear their names every single year. Like every time everybody does an MVP list, Joel, your name's going to be on it, right? You don't have to argue whether you're, you're in the mix. Joel Embiid is in the mix. And I wonder, there's another name I might add here. All right. I guess I'm doing a top 13. I'm doing a top 13. But these are names where... If these are, if I name one of your favorite players and he's having an MVP type of season, then here's what I'll guarantee you. You can find good deals on their cards right now. Now they might go up a little bit towards the all-star game or a lot. They might go up a lot as the playoff push happens, but right now, still end of December, early January, maybe mid and late January, there are some deals, prices better than they've been in two years. Now, could they keep going down? Sure, <laughs> sure. But there are enough of us in the hobby. There are enough sports card collectors and investors, basketball fans, that these players, I think their demand compared to the rest of the league and compared to boxes where you might be able to pull out, you know, your Corey Kispert cracked ice. I never have good luck ripping wax. Those boxes, blaster boxes you get at Walmart. Mystery boxes you find at Target. You don't know what you're going to get in those. I, I just never have good luck. I like to buy single cards of prayer prayers. Prayers. This is when I know it's time to break. Single cards of players. Players. Right? Guys like these 13. Number 13, I'm doing a countdown, is LeBron James. LeBron James uh, having a fantastic season. Put up, what, 47 points last night on his 38th birthday. Happy birthday, LeBron. Uh, he's... He's having a fantastic season. I know the Lakers kind of became a punchline early on in the season, but uh, LeBron is always worth watching, and he's going to start breaking more records. So number 13, number 12, John Morant. He's down a spot. Uh, just not making the headlines as he used to. Missed a bunch of games, and we'll see. I, I anticipate Ja going up in this list. Number 11, Paul George. He wasn't ranked before, but look at the Clippers. Look at George's season that he's having. Tell me that guy's not super consistent and plays defense as well. So there's a leader on his team. Number 10, and it pains me to say that he is this low, but that's how many great players are in the league today. 
is Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam at Toronto uh, is just on an absolute tear. He's a freak that deserves to start in the All-Star game. It's no shock to see numbers like Luka Doncic's when I look at what Pascal is doing. And is it's one of those players. There are players, you guys, that their, their card value has not caught up yet to their playing value. And maybe it never will. That's the, that's the crazy thing. Like, maybe it never will. Or maybe it will as people start to take notice, as awards start to come, as they start to think, oh, Siakam's a... How many all-star games has he been in? Oh, Julius Randle's been in how many all-star games? You, you, you start to think, uh, and these teams start to contend. I think that's what's going to move the needle for any of these names. What do we think they'll do in May and June? What do you think these players have the potential to actually do? But Siakam's number 10, number nine, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Down two points, but when you're averaging 32 a game and uh, you're a complete player, you, you start to feel sorry for him, but he's, he is every bit deserving of being in this conversation. And uh, you can still find some great deals on his cards, even though he's been one of those guys everybody's been paying attention to. I mean, everybody in our little corner of the basketball card world knows who Shea Gilgis-Alexander is. Number eight, Joel Embiid. So your drop three, Joel, sorry, dude, go complain about it. Go whine to the media again. But Joel, ah, got to be in the mix. And he's averaged 35 a game for the last 10 games. The Sixers need to move up the standings for Joel to have a chance in this because, you know, wins matter. Playoff contending matters. You can pad your stats against smaller teams that don't have a center all day. You can do that. Shea Gilgis-Alexander can pad his stats and, and basically be unguardable. But you're looking for guys that contribute to winning. Uh, number seven is Kevin Durant. He wasn't on my list before. Now he is. See how that goes? Zion Williamson, number six, wasn't on my list before. Now he is. Because New Orleans, oh my word, is one of those teams that could make a long run in the playoffs. Looking good. They need to get healthy Brandon Ingram back. And they need more of those nights like last night from what's his name? CJ McCollum. Dude was on fire. Number five, Donovan Mitchell. Cavs remaining in the top four in the East. Donovan Mitchell playing like an MVP in big games when they need him to. It's hard to stop him. Donnie Mitchie. I have Donovan Mitchell's jersey underneath my maxi. Underneath my Tyrese Maxi. So number four, Luka Doncic. How in the world is he number four? Well, the standings, number one. Yeah, we can talk about his defense, but it's not as good as the, the next three players. And that's the thing. You have so many MVP candidates. Number three is Giannis. Hello. Like, hello. That's your number three MVP candidate. That's how deep the league is right now. It's awesome. Number two, Jason Tatum. I mean, he's the straw that stirs the drink for Boston. I, I thought about moving him down below Giannis and Luca, and I still might, but uh, it, it's been a consistent, fantastic rise to the occasion season so far for Jason Tatum. And number one, I mean, what if the Joker wins his third MVP in a row? Like chew on that, chew on that. And uh, he doesn't have a lot of rookie cards, right? He doesn't have, there's not a lot of options back from 2015 and 16. And here's the thing, like I know, uh, that being a third-time MVP is a huge, huge deal in the NBA. Three in a row? Are you kidding me? And he's still young. But a dominant center who can average close to 30 or more than 30, uh, what, 12 rebounds a game, 
10, 11 assists a game. Denver is on fire. Michael Porter Jr. is back, draining threes. Jamal Murray looks good. Bones Highland, Aaron Gordon. They've got a good thing going in Denver right now, but it's all about the Joker. The thing is, centers and their card values, not, not great. And if he's not taken off in hobby value by now, I mean, we had the, we had the two or three strongest years in basketball cards, and the Joker was kind of an afterthought. And uh, I, I don't really know how to explain that except to say you need to know it. And uh, just because he's number one on the MVP list here and another list doesn't mean that, hey, I think you should go buy a, a Jokic rookie prison. Not like, not necessarily. Have I thought about doing it myself? Not lately. No, no. Um, so it's, it's a mystery, but it's good to listen to podcasts like this to talk about that stuff because it's like, sometimes I don't know when a player's card value, like, I don't know which cards to look for. I, I do know that if Denver wins a championship or Denver goes to the finals or Jokic wins his third MVP or he has more monster highlights, he's just not that flashy, you know, wiggle and dunk and slam and drive to the lane and I'm John Morant and I can beat the whole Western Conference. Like he's just not, you know, his highlight off, off the court this this month was saying, I like to dress in suits for the games. That is a business trip. Like, yeah, yeah, Joker. <laughs> I mean, but dude is, dude backs everything up. He's, he's a fantastic player. Welcome back to this second part of uh, two videos, one podcast on Hoops and Cards as we wrap up the 2022 year. Happy New Year, everybody, as you celebrate around the world. This was a great year for us as a podcast at Hoops and Cards, joining the Basketball Card, sorry, the Basketball Forever Network, partnering uh, in many ways with NoOffSeason.com, Paul and the Sports Card Strategy Show. In fact, we'll be... Uh, going live on Monday morning. So January 2nd, Monday morning, it's wherever you're at in the world. I don't know, like morning in New York city, whatever, like Chicago, uh, we'll be going live, but sports card strategy show card ladder anchor behind the card shag sports cards. Uh, it is a thrill for me just as a person, let alone a sports fan and collector and content creator. Now, like all those things to, to meet, and enjoy connecting with so many of you. And, and to wrap up this year, thinking about uh, what, are the, what are the best next steps as we look to, you know, I've, I've gone over where, where are the players at? How are they performing? We've talked a bit about the card market. And yeah, it's, it's down. The basketball card market, I believe, will pun intended rebound around the all-star game leading up to that and the awards rookie of the year in fact, my rookie of the year, it's probably still Paolo, but Benedict Matherin playing well. Jaden Ivey getting more run with Cade out. Keegan Murray starting some. Jabari Smith, uh, Marjan Beauchamp. I'm listing all the rookies for you. If you want to know players to look at as, you know, uh, guys to find maybe in the next sets that come out, the uh, the Donruss eventually. I'd ignore the hoops and the draft picks. You know that. Uh, but there's Jalen Williams, Walker Kessler, AJ Griffin, just make sure you get the right Jalen Williams. Apparently there's two Jalen Williams, you know, AJ Griffin, Jalen Duran, man, that crashed the boards and in, in Detroit, Jeremy Soshan, Sochan, Mark Williams getting some PT down there in Charlotte and Andrew Nemhart 
as they list all those names. I, I kind of like Jalen Duran as a sleeper, but not really buying into any rookies because there's not much to buy. I'm just saying the awards season, right? Uh, there will be players that that push and get talked a lot about and that you, you see a, a, a most improved candidate. Sometimes that's a breakout player that his card values will follow. This is a guy who's worth nothing a month ago. And in three months, he could be worth something. You know, it could be like the Darius Garland uh, two years ago. He was basically a flop, you know, a, a bad draft pick. And then six months later, he's a starter and an all-star and a what? Like his card values did some good stuff is what I'm saying. So uh, most improved player candidates. You could talk about Anthony Simons, Michael Porter Jr., Devin Vassell. Mm, the Spurs going to get an MIP. I don't know. Kevin Porter Jr., that dude. KPJ, but were you going to give one to Houston? I like Laurie Markin, and maybe it's it's unfair to say he locked up that award in November. Like, there's still another, oh, 50 games this NBA season, so all this stuff's premature. I'm just saying it's fun to pay attention to that. It's fun to pay attention to that as the season progresses, and, and so I want to give you my top 20 players to invest in moving forward as of right now. Moving forward, top 20 players to invest in, and I try to be objective. I really do, people. I know you get on here and you're like, Gary's going to talk about Maxi, Bain, Garland, Simon, Siakam. He's going to talk about those same players again and again. He's going to make a Chris Middleton joke. He might sneak Jaron Jackson Jr. in. Like, no, no, I'm not going to mention any of those guys. I'm just going to start at number 20, Jalen Green. Jalen Green, score, 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 score. The rookie prices of his cards coming down as more cards release. And more get graded. But Jalen Green looks upside long-term. Wow. Looks great. Number 20. Number 19. This might be just a temporary uh, opportunity to buy Jordan Poole. With Steph out, Jordan Poole is putting up 30 a game and looks really good. Some of you bought in or messaged me and said, hey, is now a good time to buy Jordan Poole? I'm like, yes. Yes. Underneath the umbrella of me saying, now might not be a good time to buy anything especially players you don't like. All right. So if you're a Golden State fan, if you, if you are a front runner, like, no, if you, if you like Jordan Poole, then now's probably a good opportunity. But whenever you buy a card, you could have a plan. I mean, it, it would help have some sort of strategy. Like, what am I going to do with it? Right. What am I going to do with that card? Because some people will message me and say, should I buy Jordan Poole right now? Like, I don't know if Jordan Poole is for sale, but there are various cards of his. And you could say, what's, what's your purpose? Do you want to make try to make some money in the next two months. Number one is uh, it's not a guarantee, but I think the chances are good. If you buy certain Jordan pool cards at certain prices, people will take notice at what he's doing and the card market will respond. Sometimes it's in a moment. This is a cool thing that, that I would unpack for you. So sometimes you, you, you see a player do something awesome, like uh, Luca gets 60 points or, or whatever. Darius Garland gets 47, whatever it is. You, and you might say, oh, I got to buy some of those guys. I would be hesitant about an impulse buy based on a game. But if it's a player you've been watching for a while and saying, I wonder what his potential, I wonder what he could do long term. I wonder if he'll get the opportunities. I wonder if, if, if. But a guy then has a game or two or three that's like, wow, that's not just a moment for that's showing what he can do to the world. Emmanuel quickly is doing that right now. And uh, he's he's been one of my sleepers. One of my dude just needs an opportunity, guys. 
And so here's his chance, man. He had 41, no, he had 36 last night. Like, like Emmanuel quickly looking good. Uh, there's that moment for him having a big game, right? But I'm also seeing those moments as uh, if I needed any more confirmation, if this player that, again, I already enjoy his game. I already like watching him as a fan. Uh, but he keeps having these big performances. Then to buy is to say not a, not a reaction to a moment. Well, you might want to avoid that little spike because there are impulse buyers and sellers out there, all those crazy crazies like you and me. <laughs> we, we, we can work on impulses sometimes. But uh, let me get back to the list. Number 18, LaMelo Ball. Yeah, yeah, he's back. He's showing what he can do. Number 17, Damian Lillard. Solid Hall of Famer, playing awesome, looking good. Number 16, Darius Garland. He dropped five spots for me, uh, but looks great on a Cavs team that's winning. And his card values are good, good deals right now. Number 15, Devin Booker drops six, six points in this ranking. Number 14, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, yeah, Nathaniel. He's the best Tyrese. It's fun to say that when he's injured, when Maxie's out. Yeah, no, Halliburton's playing great. He's, he's an all-star. 20 points plus, 10 assists plus, great percentages, playing like a veteran, making the Pacers good. Who, who saw that coming? Anybody see that? Oh, we did. We're in Indianapolis. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't see them being this good. They might hold it all together and make a deep playoff run. Uh, number 13, Jalen Brown. Good deal. Good deal on that guy. Having a fantastic season again. Number 12, Anthony Edwards. Dropped a few spots because he was struggling and because other guys are rising. But A.E., Ant is playing great the last couple of weeks. Number 11, Steph Curry. Dropped four spots, kind of injury, kind of off the radar. Um, again, other guys moving up the list, like number 10, Kevin Durant. Duh. I'm saying some guys move up, and they've already had that status. They've already had that awesomeness that, that this guy's a Hall of Famer too, you know. Uh, but as he leads, as they lead Brooklyn to the top of the East, wow, uh, I would say now is the time to get in if you love KD. Uh, number nine, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Number eight, Donovan Mitchell. You've heard me talk about those guys. Number seven, Zion Williamson. He's up eight. Why do I do that? Why would I move him? Well, I think because a lot of people are still buying and selling Zions. In fact, if you go on eBay and you check sold listings ended recently, you can see a bunch more Zions are still buying and selling. He's still more popular to buyers and sellers than the, than like maybe anybody I've mentioned so far. And uh, it's because he came into the hobby and he came into the NBA with such like, right. Hype excitement. Re, I mean, reality check. He's a great player already. <laughs> like he's, he's carrying that team without Brandon Ingram and, uh, and they're on fire. So that's why I move him up because I do think his, uh, his star is on the rise and uh, keeps staying healthy uh, he's earning my trust. Number six, John Morant, uh, down four spots. But I, I probably could have, you know, any any of these top seven could be interchangeable. Number five, the Joker, he's up five spots. I feel good about the opportunity with him. I feel great about Denver. I'm not crowning him an MVP just yet. I'm not saying Denver's going to the Western Finals just yet. I'm saying it's. I'm taking notice at what he's building as far as a legacy. Number four, Jason Tatum down a spot. Number three, LeBron James up two spots. 
All right. With any of these, it's going to be, do you like the player? Would you enjoy having the cards of the player? Will you invest? And what do you want to do with that card? Because long-term, hmm, there's some big moments ahead of LeBron. He's going to be in the public eye for a long, long time. He doesn't just want to play with his son. He wants to play with his sons. He wants to play till he's 45. So LeBron is going to, he's going to, he's going to set so many, you're going to hear the word unprecedented, like more an unprecedented number of times. LeBron jammies, LeBron, you're going to do it, man. Number two, Luka Doncic, he's up to. Yeah, yeah, big games, big nights, people taking notice to him finally coming into MVP top three, MVP front runner, like conversation. Some people have Luca as the MVP right now. Uh, Dallas is bad. The supporting cast is bad. And uh, they need to get on that. I can't believe they let Jalen Brunson go for pretty much nothing and uh, have not surrounded this guy with uh, Christian Woods. Do, like they're doing well. They're just doing some Kemba Walker. You got Dorian Finney-Smith and Tim Hardaway. It's just that that's not going to scare anybody in May. It's it's just not. Uh, number one is still Giannis. And he's still here because MVP candidate. I really like where his card market is right now. I really like the entry points to buy a Giannis rookie. And I've done that. I've bought several. I've I've flipped or resold a couple. I'm keeping one, you know, because I, I, I like him as a player. Uh, but But here's the thing. You guys, as we as we enter 2023, in fact, I want to wrap this up with four takeaways. If you're if you like tuned me out a minute ago, it's time to like tune back in. It's Gary at Hoops and Cards giving you four things to focus on in January when it comes to this whole basketball card world. Four things. Number one, sharpen your skills as a fan, a collector, like sharpen your skills. What does that mean? Learn about the card market. Learn what's out there. Get a tool like Market Movers app. Get a tool like Card Ladder Pro. Get a tool like NoOffSeason.com. At any of those, you can use the Hoops and Cards promo to get a discount, but you already knew that. Like sharpen your skills. Focus on that. That will help you moving forward immensely. Don't expect to, if you're brand new or you return to this, don't expect to be like awesome at, at this buying and selling or you have your collection where you want it after like a month and three podcasts and yay, thanks Hoops and Cards. Like, Great start to a lot of you, but but keep learning, right? Keep sharpening your skills. Number two, have a strategy. Have a plan. Like, where do you want to be? For some of you, it might just be collectors. I want to get all of the Donruss Net Marvels cards. Now that they're all affordable, they've only been out for three years. I want to get all of them as PSA 10s or all of them raw and have them great. Like, set goals. I want to get a Desmond Bain rookie patch auto. What do you want to do? And how do you want to do it? Like for your collection or for your investing, right? I want to start a, a, a time capsule box where I just, I just sit at the dollar box and pick out a hundred cards of prospect players, put those in a box and say, open them in 10 years. Like that'd be a fun thing to do. Or I want to buy, <laughs> before he gets his third MVP, I want to buy a Nikola Jokic silver prism rookie PSA 10. Like, I don't know where you're at money-wise, just have a strategy and uh, and stick to it. Number three would be, learn eBay. Like uh, this podcast is not uh, affiliated with eBay. I'm not affiliated with eBay in any way. I just think to stay in touch with the market, some buying opportunities, how to sell anytime to the world's largest marketplace. I, I think it's important for you to know what, how do you and know your way around the eBay app, know how to create an attractive listing 
that people will find. We can do another episode about that, but you'll see several in the past for us. eBay, I think, is key if you're doing online buying and selling. If you're not, I still think it's key for knowing how people come up with price. Excuse me. I got the hiccups. Talking about eBay gets me choked up. I need some water, Brandon. Come on. Nathan, I need some water. Miller time. Hey, uh, I want to give a random shout out to uh, our Tigers. They won their game last night. Big comeback win. My favorite basketball player on the planet. Luke, my son, had several big shots, and it was just so cool to see uh, their team come back. This is high school varsity basketball. So it, it was a blast, guys. But uh, I got to get to the fourth thing. So sharpen your skills, have a strategy, get familiar with eBay. Number four is connect with people. Get you some dogs, get you some peeps, jump in our Discord. You're not, you're not connected with anybody. We would love to connect with you. Message me on Hoops and Cards Instagram, like at Hoops and Cards, or send me an email, Gary at HoopsandCards.com. We will get you connected. Uh, we're going to have new ways to connect to Hoops and Cards and to our network around the world in these next few weeks that I'm going to release and announce. Hoops Plus has been that for a while, but we're kind of phasing that out. So thank you to all of our Hoops Plus members. We're moving on from that platform uh, that, is, that is really rooted in anchor.com because it limits us to members only from the United States. And uh, that's a mistake, Anchor. Like this is a global basketball deal. So we're going to have two new opportunities for you to connect with the Hoops and Cards world and the basketball card uh, collectors and investors just sharing, you know, sharing the scoop, sharing the deal, celebrating our wins, uh, learning continuously from each other. So uh, I'll announce those in the coming uh, next two weeks at the very least. So uh, guys, sharpen your skills, have a strategy, eBay and connect, right? Even if you, this is not a competition. Nobody wins at the expense of other people. Like you don't get a trophy for getting the best trade deal at a card show. And, and we're not all going to like show up and give speeches about how your investing strategy was just the best ever and just inspired the whole world. Like it's not a race. It's not a competition. This is, this is a game. It's fun. You get some good deals. You also lose some. Like I, I got to be I got to be real with you and say that, that, that there are times when I just have to admit that's an L I'm selling that card. I'm moving on with my life like that. That was a dumb time to buy. And uh, and so we do that here on the show. But uh, realize it's about uh, enjoying the game, connecting with each other and maybe making some money. There are opportunities to do that and uh, celebrate it when you do. Right. But but what do you want to do when and how? 2023 will have some fantastic chances for you to do that. But uh, we need to wrap this up, get to uh, our rest of our New Year's celebration. I hope you guys have an awesome new year. I wanted to say go Cavaliers. I do hope Cleveland stays near the top. I want to thank you guys for listening as basketball card collectors and investors. You are what makes it worthwhile for me. You are why I love doing this. And, uh, and just knowing that you, our listeners, uh, are, are like in the trenches. You're, you're doing the, the, the chasing your grails. You're doing the building your collections. You're doing the flipping and you're celebrating it some with Instagram feeds and things. So thank you, Peter, Laszlo, Dave, John, Nathaniel, Lucho, Crooks, Peter, Dave, Jack, Michael, all you guys, Christian, you know who I'm talking about. Max, love you guys. Hope you have a great holiday, great new year, and we will see you in 23. 
LeBron James. LeBron James. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Wizards. What kind of name is that anyway? For a basketball team? The Wizards? What are they? <laughs> like magicians in hoods? All right. Take care now. Bye bye then. 